Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to today's Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Courage-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Georgina Blasky, Tor Cardona and Laura Black. Before we begin, I must just point out that due to the lockdown, we are recording this remotely. So if the sound isn't tip top, then do please forgive us. So good morning, ladies. Morning. morning. It's quite early at 7.30. This is the earliest I've recorded a chat podcast. I'm feeling a bit hoarse. I was just saying that when my alarm went off this morning, I was having a really vivid dream. And Tor, you were saying we're all dreaming much more vividly, apparently. Yeah, well, I've noticed it as well. And I noticed when I'm on holiday, I always dream really vividly. And it feels a bit like that. And apparently it's to do with your subconscious mind, which apparently is working overtime. I'm no dream expert, but yeah, there's lots of articles about it around. I love reading it. I love hearing about dreams. Don't you forget... Most of your dream within like half a minute you're awake, you're forgetting one more of your dreams. So that's why when you try and retell them, they never make any sense. I love that you love hearing about people's dreams. I find if somebody wants to tell me their dream, I've switched off before they've even started. Oh, I don't want to hear about other people's <laughs> I find dreams. find it so boring. <laughs> well, I also woke up this morning thinking about unorthodox, which I'm not going to talk about too much because I know Charlotte talked about in the podcast last week. But I have just got to mention it because lots of people have been talking about it. And if you want another reason to watch it, then I'm giving you one. It's totally brilliant it's a four-parter how nice to have a four-parter as well on netflix an orthodox as charlotte said last week it's about an orthodox jewish woman who runs away from life in new york anyway it's just fascinating and it's really well acted and yeah i'm loving it how you recommend it has nobody yeah. seen it no uh, i don't know why i'm kind of waiting to watch it yeah, watch it watch it honestly yeah what else are people watching i mean i feel like Everyone's moved on and watching new things. Is there anything new you're watching since we last spoke? Well, I've finished, finally, MasterChef, which on the other side is 24 episodes, I realised, <laughs> as I tuned into the last one. I hasten to add, I haven't watched all 24, but I've kind of dipped in and out, which I think you can do until the last week where it does get a bit more exciting. Yeah, I didn't feel that the best man won. So I was quite disappointed having sat through so many episodes. But it is, I mean, the food is amazing. It is so inspiring what they cook. But I actually loved David Rickett. And he's got a background in art. So all his plates were so beautiful. And he often did a kind of circle of food with flowers and then these amazing sauces like this parsley sauce was so bright green and they all looked like paintings and they were absolutely beautiful and the food was really good as well I just loved it so if you want some inspiration in the kitchen and you've got 24 24. hours in you you could (laughs) dip into that one and is that BBC Georgina yeah it's BBC and it's all on iPlayer as well I've only watched MasterChef once and it was the year that Lorna Robertson, who came on the Sherlock's show, was, I think she was one of the runner-ups. And she was amazing. And I got so hooked. I feel like it's one of those things, though, that you do get really hooked on. Isn't Chef on every evening? Oh, I think it's like four nights. I find that quite a commitment. I'm not sure I have that in me. No, well, like I said, dip in and out. It's almost something you have on in the background, I think. And then when the plates actually appear, it's like, oh, OK, so what have they actually made now? I like watching things that are normal to TV at the moment, having kind of done quite a lot of, 
I've seen Have I Got News For You done remotely. And I've watched all these sort of, watched the BBC concert on Sunday night and all these different things. And actually just watching something pre-corona, normal, a bit mundane in parts. Two things there really quickly. Are there any other cooking shows? I'm just interested you just, that people have watched. Oh, Jamie. If, I want to yeah, come back Jamie. to the Really good, Jamie. So good. I absolutely love that. Don't you feel inspired at all from that I one? I that... so inspired. And I just love that he was there, like, in his pyjamas with his, like, bed okay. hair. Okay, and... over my head. Can you explain what Jamie is? <laughs> okay, Other so... than Jamie Oliver, clearly. Got that bit. Yeah. It's finished now, but every evening at half five, for half an hour, for like, I think it must have been for a good three weeks, he was in his kitchen at home without his camera crew, and his wife was just recording with her camera, and they were just making things from the cupboards and recipes, but they weren't, you know, you definitely need this, you definitely need this. He's like, you know, if you haven't got a courgette, it's fine, just use some cabbage or whatever greens you've got. And it was just so down to earth. And So this is corona content, corona co- cooking pure content. Pure corona content. His kids were running around and it was just really genuine, lovely. Where can you watch it now? Uh, it's all on 4, 4OD. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and I they, think maybe through his website as well. And they also mm. kind of reworked the footage so that they then made it a bit later in the evening and they interjected other recipes from other shows he had done as well and then in words underneath like subtitles they'd put you can swap this for this and you can change that for that so it really just opened up cooking to what you've got yeah. covered love it love really good. yeah love and I think that. also made it really accessible it kind of took the scary element away of cooking for people who aren't kind of very comfortable in the kitchen yeah I love that can we go back to the concert on Sunday did everyone watch it I dipped in and out yeah I was doing my puzzle That's- well done. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> I said to my husband last night, I was like, can you give me a little bit more credit, please? I've just done a thousand piece puzzle. So I think this is probably why we got around to watching Unorthodox last night. I was like, I actually feel liberated. I feel like this weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I mean, never again. I know people love a puzzle. Yeah, I, I don't think also, you've got the bug. I am I'm also at home with three children trying finished. to run a business, so I perhaps don't have enough time <laughs> to really commit to puzzling. I mean, I saw the speed that you and Lou did it. I mean, you've also got three children at home and a job to do, so I don't know how the hell you fit that in. <laughs> it's uh, patience, just, isn't it? I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I agree. Anyway. They really test my patience. Also, probably why I don't watch much TV. I just, I just get sucked in. Yeah, I said to my husband about two weeks in, and I was like, do you think I can sack this? And he was like, no, <laughs> I don't think you can. So I was determined to finish it. Anyway, so I was also dipping in and out of concerts. What did everyone think? Yeah. Like J-Lo, just, oh my God. Oh, I, I never knew she J-Lo. could sing like that. She sang Barbara Streisand's People and she was in her garden by a palm tree that was just wrapped in the brightest fairy lights. I mean, it looked so professional. It was insane. And then she sang quite high and she did the most amazing ballad and she looked incredible I mean clearly she, I think she just turned 50 she looked insane can I just say quickly talking about JLo I watched this really shit film called Hustlers on Netflix has anyone seen this no but I've seen it pop up on my screen <laughs> stay yourself an hour and a half of your life you okay. get back. it's a true story it's a fascinating story actually about these strippers that drugged clients in a strip club in New York and made a fortune. I mean, it sort of verges on clueless when they all go shopping. But <laughs> anyway, the point of it is, Jayla does all her own dancing. The pole dancing at the beginning, I was like, oh my God, that's got to be a body double. That's got to be. And then I was reading, so I'm, whenever I watch a film, I'm like straight onto Google. And she did it all herself. I mean, she's in. If you want five minutes of ammo to get in the gym, Watch the first five minutes of Hustlers really? and then sack it because it's all the same. But anyway, she is insane. I mean, her singing was insane as well. Taylor Swift was excellent. I thought she was good. And I liked John Legend and Sam Smith's duet. I thought that was 
actually the highlight for me. I thought that was really Agreed. good. I mean, amazing. They're amazing. Well, John Legend, such a fan. Any else people have been watching? Last night I finished Quiz on ITV. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, it's really good. And what I loved about that for me was it was only a three-parter, which is just amazing. Um, me too. So you can get through it really quickly. And I love watching real-life things where I actually learn something. And I had no idea about that scandal. I did know about it. I didn't know all the detail. Um, Neither did I. Yeah, I thought it was really good. So when I put the first episode on, I thought the acting was a bit questionable. But I really got into it. I loved it. What's it about? It's about the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire coughing, cheating scandal. Oh, it is about that. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. And they kind of flash forward and back and end with the trial. I keep thinking that would be the most amazing jury service to do. Yeah. What was the outcome? Did you get done for it? You have to watch it. Okay. It's anyway. just quite weird how somebody can get so into it. Mm. I mean, it's not just a game show because you win a million pounds, but yeah, I, I So he got it. obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed, but it was also when, it, like, with the footage, and actually I watched on YouTube, like, the actual footage of him doing it back in whenever it was in the 90s or whatever. And it is so bloody obvious. I can't believe that no one picked up on it. Well, they did pick up on it pretty damn soon. But it's unbelievable the kind of audacity he had to just crack on and do it. It's unbelievable. And I guess to cheat in front of you know, the viewers in those days of who wants to be a millionaire. I mean, if you are in your early 20s, what year did it happen in? I think it was because it was when the Twin Towers happened. So I think it's 2001. Okay. So some people won't remember it, but I remember it. I was at school. It was scandal. Such scandal. Well, I've been trying to fill the Love is Blind void in my life since that just winner of a show ended, <laughs> which I genuinely love a little bit too much. Anyway, Lou recommended Too Hot to Handle, which... I have to say, I'm quite enjoying. Is it like Love Island then? Yeah, it's like Love Island. But once they get in there, they find out. I think they think they're going into basically an international Love Island. But they go in there and they're then told that there's a pot of money. And if they snog, have sex, do anything like that, then the pot just reduces in size. And they're all basically freaking horny. And Oh, I love that. Anyway... And hot. But I was watching it when I was exercising yesterday, actually. My daughter came in, who's nine, and there was a girl with massive fake tits and a bikini on. And I suddenly hid my phone. I was, as if I was watching something really <laughs> naughty. Because I just thought, she's nine. This is not okay yeah. that we're putting this. It's so critical. And I actually said to um, you, Laura, and to Harriet Russell yesterday, I was like, I think we should write a piece on this and that it's kind of addictive. I mean, the nation loves Love Island. But ultimately, in the era of Me Too and feminism and better treatment of women it is just so hypocritical that a broadcaster like netflix are creating shows like this but yeah. just goes to show we want our cake and to eat it don't we yeah. also is love island even going to happen this year no God, no wimbledon no love island what are we going to do so, I'm oh, well. actually not even joking. Like, They're not going to affect. evenings are not going to be great, are they? On the subject of what we're watching, as a mother, i got to do a quick shout out to A. Mallory Towers. Georgina, have you watched that? No, but it's on my list after I saw your screenshot the other day and it's I did so read sweet. them. Is it? It's so sweet. My little girl is loving it. In fact, I had all three children watching it last night before they went to bed. And also Disney Plus tour. I know you're a Disney Plus fan. You were talking about it on the podcast last week, but I have also yeah. downloaded it. You're watching all the cartoons, is that right? Some of the cartoons, but also kind of Parent Trap and what did I watch in the day? Homeward Bound. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, love it. agreed. Love it. It's, we downloaded Disney Plus because my son's obsessed with Star Wars, so he wanted to watch The Mandalorian. 
But then we went back and there's a bit with Disney shorts and we watched the first ever Disney cartoon ever made. And I think Walt Disney does Mickey Mouse's voice. And it's just amazing. It's so good. Yeah, there's so much on there. I think we watched Sister Act 1 and 2 as a family. Anyway, so good. I highly recommend if you've got children watching Sister Act or not. It's just a brilliant film, isn't it? Um, Yeah, The Sound of Music is next on my list. Oh, so good. So good until they run away and then I get a bit bored. Oh, really? That's when it gets all... I like all the pretty bit in the house. (laughs) Nice, nice dresses. (laughs) Well, I'd really like to be spending a bit less time watching TV and a bit more time reading. I had some of these great ideas of reading loads of books at night, but actually we're just staying up far too late watching TV. I love the Sherlock stories that we did at the weekend, which, if you missed it, was a series of images of what the Sherlock's team are reading right now there were some really good tips in there I thought Tor what are you reading I've just finished Silent Patient which is actually a recommendation from Becky it's a psychological thriller and I really recommend it's a bit like Girl on the Train Gone Girl those kind of vibes big twist at the end Uh, I think it's going to be a film surprise surprise Um, but it's really good I read it in about five days I literally couldn't put it down but I've just started something a bit lighter called Cactus by Sarah Hayward and they call it the new Eleanor Oliphant and it's about a 45 year old woman who is a bit kind of prickly I think that's why it's called Cactus Um, I think she might be a bit kind of on the spectrum maybe and anyway at the age of 45 she discovers she's pregnant and it's kind of about her kind of coming out of her shell and it's really good. I have to say, I think I was one of the few people who didn't really love Eleanor Oliphant. Oh, it took me, it took me about half the book to really get into it. And then I did. And then I couldn't put it down till the end, Mm, but it definitely was a slow burner for me. Yeah. Awesome. Georgina, what are you reading? I'm reading a book called An American Marriage by Tiari Jones. And in my book club, we just obviously get thrown a book and that's what you have to read. So which is obviously the point of book clubs. But I didn't realise until I then looked into it, it was the 2019 Women's Prize for Fiction. It was one of Oprah Winfrey's book club books. So it's had huge press, but had passed me by. And it's absolutely brilliant. It's told from two points of view of a married couple. And they are a middle class African American couple where the husband is wrongly accused of rape and goes to jail. And through a series of letters and then on his release, first it just told from two different points of view. And it's incredibly moving. It's really interesting. And it obviously shines a light on what it's like being African-American in America. Sounds good. I have to say we've lost Laura, I'm afraid, because of technical sound issues. Poor Laura. Stressful start to her day. Anyway, I'm reading me, Elton John. Has everyone seen the film? Is that no, Rocket I, Man? Yes. About? No, I haven't seen, seen it. it. Oh well, God, someone said so to me, you can't watch it with the kids. And I, I'm, my kids are up till 10 o'clock most nights. So I find it really hard to squeeze in well, things that I can watch. You need to watch it. It's okay. insane. It is so good. Have you seen the Freddie Mercury film? Yeah. Did you like that? <laughs> I loved it. Okay. I think Freddie Mercury was better than Rocket Man, but definitely worth watching. And Georgie, is the book an autobiography? Yeah. Yes. And actually, I'm doing it the wrong way around, but the film was so good that I'm now reading the autobiography. If you actually don't have time to read that book, then Radio 4 did a book of the week with it, and the guy that plays Elton John actually read from the book. So that's quite a nice one to have on in the background. Yes. I listened to it and it was brilliant because he obviously put in all that kind of character that he did into the film as well. Well, we've got to talk about homeschooling. We've lost Laura, who's also got that fun again. Actually, I feel for Laura. Laura's got three really young children. I don't know worse. I mean, there's pros and cons on there. I was thinking of people with two-year-olds at the moment with like so much energy and nowhere to go, I think is a real challenge. But as our seven-year-olds like mine who lose their head over homeschooling, Georgina, you've got slightly older children. 
How are you finding it? You've started homeschooling, haven't you? When did you go back? Well, we start homeschooling this morning for my 11-year-old and they're doing their remote lessons and virtual check-ins for every lesson. So it's different from how they did it at the end of last term. So I don't know, let's see in a week. And then my daughter started yesterday, but I thought she started today. So she woke up and realised that she was still asleep when she was meant to be in English. So we had a bit of a sort of faff about and then we managed to get her sorted. So that was a bit of an abrupt start to Monday. I don't know. I think it's quite hard actually for teenagers lockdown because no teenagers are meant to spend this much time with their parents. They're meant to be with their (laughs) friends. They're probably meant to be with their family about two hours a day. Um, Whereas little kids love being with their parents. So I think teenagers is quite a tricky time. But I think in actual fact, the homeschooling then allows them to kind of reconnect through the classroom to their friends. Mm. And they're obviously there at an age that they can sit down and get on with it. So yeah, Mine were actually so excited the day. So mine went back last week and they were so excited the night before. Actually, my nine-year-old, I think she quite enjoys having a bit more structure to her days. My Mm. seven-year-old, it's not so straightforward. It is... So challenging, and I think every school's taking a different approach. You know, some schools are being criticised for not doing enough, some are doing too much. I had a mother yesterday email me, and she was like, My six year old has got five hours back to back, and she runs a business. She was like, How am I supposed to do any work? She's like, Literally, this is a joke. And then mm. their parents complaining that there's not enough. It's hard for and, schools, and isn't it? it really is. And then there's also the element of sitting children in front of screens mm. for these virtual mm. lessons. Yeah, my son's going to be at the kitchen table for five hours solid today in front of a, his iPad. I know. Which and then they go, is, Mommy, can I have a break and watch my iPad? It's like, what have you been doing for the last hour long? Yeah. So I think I'm just writing off this week as the sort of, let's just see what happens. And if we get to the end, we'll learn a few tricks to get us through the rest of it. It makes you appreciate teachers, I can tell you that. Oh my gosh, doesn't it? Yeah. I actually sent my son's teacher a note and I said, I just have to tell you, I think you did an amazing job. She did her first Zoom class call and she had every child on Zoom at nine o'clock. This is on the first day back. And I was like, God, that's freaking tough. There's no training for this. And you've not only got however many pupils, but you've also got all their parents in the room who are blatantly standing next to them because it's the first class and that you want to check that their technology is working and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's quite disconcerting, isn't it? Knowing that you've got all those parents, all those sort of customers essentially watching what you're doing. So yeah, I had to say to her, I thought she handled herself very well. But yeah, very interesting times, shall we say. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Talk to me about your neighbours. I got a press release yesterday saying that something like 90% of Brits were talking to their neighbours more than ever before. I don't know about you, but when I went out for Clap for Carers on Thursday, we'd been going into the garden before, and last week we went onto the road, and there were people coming out of the houses I'd never seen before. I was like, oh my God, that's awful. You live opposite me. I've never seen you. But have you chatted to your neighbours more and felt more sort of community-spirited in these difficult times? Sorry, my dog just came bouncing in. <laughs> So for people listening, Georgina just had to do a mad dash to remove her dog from the study where she's working. <laughs> uh, what is your dog? It's gorgeous. <laughs> she's actually a working cocker, but she's really fluffy. Is she? Yeah. So she's, oh, she's got um, a beautiful coat. Yeah, she does. She's completely obsessed with me. So she loves the fact I'm working from home. But she follows oh. me everywhere, literally everywhere. So she'll probably oh. come in again. <laughs> Back to neighbours. Georgina, are you baking cookies and handing them over the wall like my lovely neighbour's doing? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm far too busy, but I am chatting to my neighbours over the fence. We have a really strong community in our road anyway. We're really lucky. So to me, we've kind of always had it and we have all sorts of lovely things. My daughter wanted to learn to knit at the beginning of all this. So I sent an email out to our road email group and the next day I had knitting, I had balls of yarn in a bag on my doorstep, some knitting needles from someone else. Um, clearly that lasted half a day and she's not doing it anymore. But, you know, it was, we have a really good kind of neighbourly ethos here. So it's been, it's, yeah, it's just made it better, if anything. Lots yeah. of chatting over the fence and, yeah, people just helping each other out. So We had the roads around me. Everyone was putting teddy bears in their windows for a bear hunt. Have you seen that anywhere? No. Um, so when we were going out with the children for our hour a day, Mimi, especially who's three, thought it was just the best thing in the world because we got to go on a bear hunt and spot all these teddy bears in the windows. So sweet. It was really sweet. I really recommend it. Uh, Tor, really what about good. you? Well, I haven't really got, well, I haven't really, I have not got a garden. So it's tricky for me to actually chat to my neighbours. But there's actually a lovely community and we have a big Facebook group. And everyone writes on it, you know, how's everyone doing? Is anyone self-isolating? Can I drop over any kind of food? And I started a puzzle exchange because I bought one and I didn't want to spend 30 quid and wait three weeks for a new one. So I said, has anyone got a puzzle they want to swap? So we did that. I disinfected it thoroughly, but I have a new puzzle. Have you? God. Yeah. your mind. A thousand pieces? Yeah, a thousand minimum. This, this is our third one. <laughs> I've got one I bought around Christmas time, which I never opened, and it's still sitting there on the side. And I was tempted when I saw Lou's post. And I saw yours, Georgie, and I just thought, no. <laughs> My friend rang me up the other day and she said, you're doing a puzzle. I heard you say on the podcast you're doing a quiz. What is wrong with you? I was like, don't worry, I pulled out the quiz two weeks in a row and I'm never doing another puzzle. She's like, thank God for that. That sounds like the girl I know. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done lots of quizzes? Uh, Well, I've done two, which for me is probably double what I've done historically before this. But we've done some really good ones where we had the whole family over the Easter weekend, which obviously feels like a long time ago now. And that was really good. And it was one that was published in the paper. So we had all the different age groups. It was really nice. And then I did one with some friends as well and yeah it's just so nice it's a kind of nice excuse to see everyone and it kind of gives structure to the zoom chat I think Mm. I think I'd probably quite enjoy it I am really competitive so I'm sure I'd quite enjoy it but I just need to get out of my comfort zone Tor are you quizzing I'm so over quizzes I think I'm never going to go to a pub quiz or anything like that ever again in my entire life I don't know. I do enjoy them, but I just, yeah, I'm over it. And I like you, I'm so competitive. So then when I don't win, I just get really pissed off mm. and I'm in a foul mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> or the rest of the evening. So I'm well, over it. I'm it's done. the taking part that counts, Tor. But I also, you know, come the evening, 
I just I want to watch TV or just chill out and you know I'm not really I find just the days are quite draining I guess if you're on your own I get that it gives you lots of contact but I've got three noisy children that I'm living with so I just want a bit of peace and quiet by the end of the day mm. what we did do that I have to quickly mention is we did the generation game with a couple of families where you go and get 15 items from your house and the other family does the same and you put them in the line on your kitchen floor or wherever and then you take them through so you go I've got an iPad I've got a biro I've got Coco's hairbrush I've got whatever and you take them through the 15 things and then they've got one minute to name as many as possible it's like the generation that's game. good that's, oh, that's a bit good. different yeah it's really fun you could do it with anyone actually but anyway we had lots of fun my husband and I were so competitive so the children were like okay can the children get five things each and my husband was like nope you can get three things each mommy and I choosing the rest and he was like right we need to get the most forgettable things that there are (laughs) (laughs) clearly the other family had done the exact same thing how many items did you have that overlapped with the others because I would imagine there'd be like pens hairbands iPads football boot yeah there were definitely a wooden spoon you know didn't put a cuddly toy in my children were like I put a cuddly toy I was like no that's the easiest one there is no cuddly toy anyway, that's good that one I like that tour what are you doing this weekend well this weekend you're not I'm getting married I'm not getting married I, actually so. I'm not being mean she's smiling tour you've taken it amazingly well I'm sure you've had lots of tears behind the scenes but yeah I had and actually last night I was really upset for some reason I think because this week I keep thinking like oh you know last night I was gonna be gonna be picking up my dress and tonight I was gonna have my last facial and it's all those things that suddenly just everything has gone out the window and I really understand that people have got much bigger fish to fry at the moment so I can't really complain. It all sounds a bit spoiled. It's just, well, yeah, it's... I'd say that's very selfless of you and it's shit for you. Yeah, we have got a new date for March next year, which is great. We, we did have one in October, which I felt was a bit too soon. I can't have the heartbreak of having to postpone it all again. So yeah, it's going to be March next year, early March, which isn't ideal. It feels like a really long way away. I'm worried I'm not going to love my dress and oh, I don't really know. But um, You will. Think... You'll look sensational. You will love your dress. And... I hope so. And then I think we'll probably get see to not see it for a while don't yes. you yeah, yeah exactly so um, you're gonna say you'll probably I think we'll still get married later this year in a registry and do that and make that a bit different have that almost as like another occasion to look forward to yeah uh, great idea yeah, yeah and another so. excuse for a great outfit too so you can exactly. buy you again exactly exactly but yes yeah, so this weekend everyone's all my friends are saying oh you know can we chat can we have a zoom can we do a quiz I'm like actually guys I'm gonna turn my phone off I don't really want to speak to anyone. I think we're just going to go off radar. You need to just be the two of you and just get hammered. Yeah, that's the plan. (laughs) Cry a bit and remember you've got each other and it will all be okay in the end. I know it's shit. Exactly. But yeah, that's our plan. Yeah, definitely get a bit pissed. But yeah, I feel for every other bride out there. And it's, I think at the end of the day, we'd have to remember it's not personal. It's just, it's everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, and your wedding is a day, and your marriage is for life. And you know, yeah, I guess if you can think mm. about the fact that you'll have it for long, long after all this is over. I know, just to have to wait another year just feels absolutely mad. But I guess this year was a bit of a write-off, and maybe next year will come around really quickly, and everyone will be bloody ready for a party. Yeah, I think we totally mm. will. I think we totally will. We were laughing with some friends 
that we were talking to at the weekend saying, my God, like the first night out on the other side of this is just going to be absolute freaking carnage. <laughs> the Brits who have like no stop button, the people that get the most sunburn yeah. in the world, that get, you know, <laughs> the, the biggest binge drinkers in the world. I, think, I hope A&E are ready for um, some stomach pumping the first night of when the lockdown is lifted. Personally, I'm still quite nervous to be going out and about into clubs and bars and restaurants and things. I'm happy to kind of be at home and have dinner parties and stuff. But I don't know, the thought of just going straight out does terrify me a bit. I said to my husband, I was like, can you imagine? There's a restaurant we always go to. I was like, can you imagine walking in there now? Just on a Friday and going to the bar and just having a... Like, that just seems like the most alien, alien Mm. concept. Yeah, it almost feels dangerous, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? And I think you're right. I mean, I I think we'll just want to go to people's houses or want to be in smaller groups and really seeing the people you really, really want to be with. I think that's one thing I've learned that, interestingly, some of the people I am talking to on Zoom or house party. (laughs) I've got a ballerina who's just walked in. Oh, look. Wearing some fabulous rings. What else are you wearing, Mimi? I'm a ballet. Her ballet tard she's wearing today. Right. (laughs) You're going to say bye-bye to everyone. I've got to... yeah, I'm on a, I'm recording something for work. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, off you go. <laughs> All she does is change outfits. I go at the end of the day and it's literally every dress in her cupboard all over the floor. <laughs> so sweet. Literally. Oh. Hilarious. Sorry, you were saying. It's really interesting. Some of the people I thought I'd be talking to loads, I haven't been. And then the people that I have been talking to are people I normally talk to as regularly. So it's mm-hmm. just weird how, what comes out of this sort of situation. I know. Let's talk about beauty. How are you coping? My hair is slicked back this morning. We're on a Zoom call and we're talking over some software. So I woke up this morning thinking I'll just throw on my clothes and I was like, shit, we're actually on a Zoom call. My hair is filthy and literally scraped back. How are you coping with the roots? I mean, I've never had more DMs about anything than I have about roots. Literally, it's, it's all people want to know. What the hell are we going to do about our roots? Tor, you're mm. nodding. Well, I'm not actually that overdue my appointment. I was supposed to go on the weekend. So I'm okay, I think, probably for another three, four weeks. I mean, I, it feels really dark to me. But I actually texted my colorist last weekend saying, what can I do? She said, and she's great. She said, put some lemon juice in your hair and go and sit in the sun. So that really surprised oh. me. So I know. And she's like top notch. So Oh, wow. Well, like, the yeah. weather's looking pretty good. So yeah. that's what you need to do, blondes, if you're listening. I used to do my roots myself. And I've talked about that quite a lot on Sherlock. So I think that's why I've had so many DMs of people saying, oh my God, how? How do you do it? What do you use? What are your tips? I actually stopped doing it about, I think, nearly a year ago. So I no longer have that issue. But, you know, people are now looking at these kits in the supermarket and going, shit, this is this is real. I'm going to do this. No, but all the hairdressers are saying, just don't do it. Just If, if you do that, you can't pay us. I will not be paid to kind of correct your mistakes because it will just go so wrong. Georgina's nodding. You've done, have you yourself, done it, haven't you? Oh, my God. I mean, can you see my greys? It is just oh, you so... Oh, well, I tried. I ordered Joshwood colour and it's a semi-permanent and you brush it on, dry it with a hairdryer and then it's meant to last three washes. The colour match was superb, I have to say. It was brilliant. 
I washed it off after one wash and it is gone. So oh. I've now ordered the permanent version, which is what my hairdresser uses. She uses permanent on my roots, semi-permanent on the rest of my hair. So I ordered the permanent version, which I've got to wait another two weeks for. And I'm hoping it's going to work. But I did read a good tip from India Knight in the Sunday Times Star magazine a couple of weeks ago. And she recommended Josh Wood. And she said, just go a shade for brunettes, go a shade lighter than you think. Because... Otherwise, it's a much harder mistake to correct. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what's harder, blonde or brunette. I think it depends what's growing through. I think for me, it's greys that are coming through. I don't really mind my natural color coming through. It's what what my natural color has been replaced with, which is a problem. So yeah, if I didn't have the greys, I would just leave it. That is it, isn't it? Otherwise, you know, you could call it balayage, but uh, if it's grey, it's not so good. <laughs> no. Yeah, not so good. It really isn't. Um, what other at home grooming are you doing that you haven't had to do for a while? For me, a manicure, I get my gels done every other week and absolutely religiously. So I'm having to pick my own nails, which is just makes me feel really sad and they just look crap and I'm dying for a pedicure. <laughs> Becky put on the beauty spot yesterday one of those foot nurse socks. I really want to get one of those. Oh, and you're you know, all your you're... skin falls off. Yeah, mm. you can buy them at Boots. I think you can buy them on Amazon and I think it's called Foot Nurse for anyone listening and it's a sock that you put on for, God, is it half an hour? I can't remember, but you take it off and you you just shed. Google it. You'll see some of the pictures. It's quite horrifying. Yeah, but you shed over like three days. So yeah, you keep, I think it's you're... pretty gross. I know, but it sounds really kind of gross but I'm intrigued so Peddy you're craving a Peddy Georgina what about you so I did my first at home bikini wax it went really well I was really pleased (laughs) oh wow I know so that's good I mean it was basic bikini let's be clear I couldn't do anything more to myself than that (laughs) but it was uh, no I bought some waxing strips I had to go to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription and uh, I saw them there and I thought right yeah let's let's do this I was happy with that and then I dyed my daughter's eyelashes we tried wow. that. that. Yeah, that worked well. Eyelashes are so, hard. I do my eyebrows, but mm. eyelashes are hard because the dye goes in your eye. It freaking stings, doesn't mm. it? Well, I think I did kind of want to do it on myself. And then I thought, I'm not sure how. Once you've got one eye. Oh, I'm just going to use you as my dummy, darling. Sorry if, <laughs> sorry if it doesn't work out. Well, she's got um, red hair. So she's got really fair eyelashes. And so um, we thought we'd have a go. I, it was kind of a boredom thing, really. Do you know, it's you mentioned that. I remember my dad and stepmom used to live in Hong Kong. And I used to go out and stay with them in the holidays when I was young. And the first thing, I remember being really young. Was I 12? I, I can't even remember. But I remember my stepmom, who's quite dark, saying to me, let's go and get your eyelashes tinted. You're not going to see your mum for three weeks. <laughs> so I can't get in trouble. And it was the first thing I ever had done. And being blonde, I've got fair eyelashes. So I dye my eyebrows and my eyelashes. And it just made the world difference. So. It's so funny. It's, it's one of those things I actually prefer having them not tinted oh really because I feel it, it just doesn't look right for oh, me so much better have you yeah, ever had LVL lashes no that's amazing as well yeah that's where you basically perm your eyelashes mm. the only trouble is you can only do it for a special occasion because if you keep having it they fall out yeah isn't it a perm and a tint it's a perm and a tint quite yeah. right it's really good anything that you're doing yourself now that normally you would outsource that you think oh I could just do this myself going forward no no <laughs> <laughs> not a single <laughs> bloody it's a strong no from talk. No way. Having said that, though, I, I usually get my eyebrows threaded and I have just been tweezing them and following kind of the line that she would usually do. And I think they're OK. So that actually could save me 
30 quid every month or so. Oh, I just think my bus running is so good. So cheap and it's just right. such a difference. I go to Blink. You probably go to some great person near you who costs five quid. Yeah, I do, yeah. I'm afraid. Someone also said that you're much better to do your eyebrows all at once because if you just pluck them every day, they're always growing at different speeds to each other, which means you just got to forever be plucking. Whereas if you have oh, them okay. done once, do you know what I mean? I think that makes mm. sense, doesn't it? What about exercise? I know everyone, Georgina, you're in a gym kit. I'm yep. in my gym kit. Tor. I'm um, in my gym kit. <laughs> I know, you know, we're all keen exercisers. Tor, you are our wellness editor. What are you doing? So I am doing lots and lots of running. And actually, I do run a lot anyway, but obviously, like everyone else, I'm now running loads. And I set myself a bit of a challenge a few weeks ago to run a marathon a week. And I'm, and I'm now on my fourth week of doing that. Good for you. Um, I love that. Wow. It sounds really impressive, but actually it's not. It it adds up really, really quickly. So I'm doing that. And Georgina, what about you? So I am doing kind of a run a couple of times a week, but it's very much a gentle jog. I'm not a run at all, at all. Um, But I was nominated last night for this 555. So run five, donate five, nominate Uh, five. So I'm doing... Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. 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 So I'm doing that this evening and my daughter was nominated by someone as well so we thought we'd go and do that together later oh that's so nice Aww, that's so nice I was nominated four times so I did it and donated 20 quid I think you should be able to re-nominate people and it should just carry on going don't you oh that's a good yeah. idea yeah I, yeah I I don't see why not yeah I don't either yeah. and then I'm doing a bit of yoga with Adrian, which I really like because it's just she has so many different length videos you can do 40 minutes five minutes just something for your neck something for your whole body Body. she's great so yeah that's what I'm doing really Aww. good and Georgie what are you doing apart from your 5k run done my 5k run Thomas I bloody hate running I'm really just not I'm a massive massive worker outer if you can say that but I just find running bloody boring and I get really sore knees my knee afterwards even from now I did seven and a half k because I couldn't work out and my run I hadn't pressed start I got halfway <laughs> through and I was like fuck so I was like, shit, I don't know if I've done, I've got to keep going just in case. But yeah, I hate running. I'm very lucky in that I have a couple of machines at home and I have a little space to work out in. So yeah, I've got a couple of machines. And Laura was saying to me earlier before she dropped off, she was like, how do you watch all this TV when you're so busy? It's because I watch when I work out. So things like Love is Blind that my husband is just not going to watch. That is like my junk that gets me on that machine and gets me through it, basically. So mm. I'm doing that, a bit of weights and a bit of Joe Wicks with the children. Although, to be honest, that novelty is slightly wearing off. And I think he's, the guy's absolutely amazing. But yeah, I think we're slightly over Joe Wicks in our house. Yeah. Is he still doing that every morning? Yeah. 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 And wow. it's amazing what he's wow. doing. But mm. yeah, we've been at it for a while now. What are you wearing? What are you living in? Are there things that you're like, oh, this has been really useful? Or are you just wearing your gym kit every day? <laughs> I mean, coming from the wellness editor, I think it's my job to live in leggings <laughs> and athleisure. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty chilled out on my day-to-day clothes. I'm not going to lie. Are you getting dressed? Are you? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I'm putting on a little bit of makeup, but no, I haven't worn a pair of jeans for about a month. Yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if I really want to. The amount of snacking. The amount of glasses of wine. Last night was Tuesday today. Last night was Monday. I was like, oh, I might have a dry Monday. I got to seven o'clock. I was like, sod it. Gin, tea and glass of wine all the way. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. I'm trying to do dry Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm trying to do dry only two drinks Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> 
Thanks. Davina, how are you doing? Well, clothes-wise, I'm actually doing jeans and a top. and even got the odd sundress out because the weather's been so amazing. And shorts. And I've tried not to wear gym kit all day. My husband um, did say to me last night, yeah. like, are you going to keep your gym kit on all day? I was like, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get up shower and get changed now. Well, some days it just, it suddenly is three o'clock and you haven't got changed. And I think, you know, that's just how it goes yeah. some days, you know. But I think I definitely am enjoying a loose waist band at the moment i am snacking oh so much mm. i can't stop it's and awful. the baking as well like shit the baking yeah. i keep having cake i mean i, I know cake. but i'm dying to bake but i just can't find any flour anywhere where do you find all yours can i tell you a really sweet story i tried to buy flour in about we we got into a bit of bake-off with some neighbors and they've really upped the ante now and he's quite good at baking so I, i'm gonna lose this one i'm way out of my depth but we ran out of flour and i tried about four different shops and then we went for a walk and our local pizza place was open and i went up to him and i was like you don't have any flour i could buy off you do you i was like pizza dough flour and he was like, yeah, how much do you want? And anyway, he gave me two kilos of flour, wouldn't let me pay for it. My husband was like, right, we've got to get a takeaway. So we got a takeaway from them three days later. So I think if you've got a really nice local pizza takeaway, yeah. Um, yeah. Go and chat them up. It's strange, isn't it? How come yeah. such a shortage? Well, apparently it's because the flour in the UK is manufactured for wholesale, not this small packet. So this is like really like effed up the supply chain. So if you're buying from a pizza place, they're fine because they're buying wholesale. Exactly. You know, flour wasn't meant to be packaged in, you know, kilo packs, basically. Got you, got you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeast Let, I let's... can't get hold of. Mm. Yeast? What do you need yeast for? Well, oh, bread. We wanted to make yeah. some bread. And yeah, I've only been able to make as it's soda bread, I think, that doesn't have yeast in. Um, that's oh, I love kind of bread. Um, shout out to Laura, who's obviously no longer with us, but for her wonderful vlog that she did on Saturday, I loved it. I loved it too. Her it bread so making good. machine, which looks yeah, great. really good. Yeah. Love the idea of the house smelling of bread as well. It's such I an incredible smell. I love that. We are telling the machine we have been using so much as our tasty machine. Oh, old such school. a good one. Such a good one though for lunch. Yeah, yeah, so good. What are you feeding the children? What's your? I don't know about you, Georgina, but I'm feeling like the constant 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 meals it's just like it's never ending isn't it, it yeah and it's the lunches that kind of send yeah. me over the edge actually so yeah toasties well it's a bit hot for soup but we were doing soup and kind of lots of bitty things I find lunches tend to be what's in the fridge it's a bit of a buffet really of uh trying to eat through all the leftovers and things like that so it's all quite light and quick, sort of throwing together what's around um, and putting it yeah. all out there. Everyone's got slightly different tastes and a few different allergies, so it's nothing special. But a lot of tuna sandwiches. Mm, yeah, tuna sandwiches. Yeah, tuna. Uh, tuna veganaise. Yeah, or veganaise in our case. Um, but we have it either on a bagel or in a baked potato. Gyozas for lunch sometimes. Oh, you're quite adventurous. Baked potato. I need to get into a few baked potatoes. That is a good idea. Tom, yeah. what about you? What are you cooking up for lunch every day? Lunch for me is usually leftovers as well, I have to say, which is pretty boring. But I also found this really yummy CD bread on a cardo. When I buy it, I slice it up and put it in the freezer. And then you can just toast pieces of that and have it with hummus or avocado or whatever's in the fridge. And that's really nice and feels like a bit of a treat. Nice. Um, but yeah, lots of baked potatoes when it comes to supper as well, which I would never, ever usually make. But um, mm, I'm absolutely nice. loving them. You got me. I need to go and add some potatoes to my cardo. Oh. Also, with this amazing weather, we've been doing loads of 
barbecuing because we've got no dishwasher at the moment. I'm trying to minimize the amount of pans and things that we're using. So at the weekends, I'm trying to make lunches bigger and do kind of a nice big barbecue. And then in the evenings, maybe something a bit smaller, sort of reverse it. Yes, Um, we are totally the same. Can I do a shout out? I mean, we are lucky enough, like you, Georgina, to have a garden. So we can barbecue, but I think you can barbecue on a balcony, on a terrace, can't you? Anyway, I have to do a quick shout out for Jamie Oliver's Cream Crackers Burgers, which are the latest obsession in our house. Anyway, Google it. Do you ever make burgers, Georgina? Yeah, I used to. I haven't for a while, actually. So, yeah, a bit of inspiration. Well, this is minced beef, an egg, bit of mustard, and Jacob's cream crackers. Oh, that's so cool. It is Mm. absolutely amazing. Anyway, on that note, I'm off to add some jacket-style potatoes to my Ocado order. (laughs) And I'm I'm off to have some breakfast. I'm starving. We've been out for a while. Thank you, Tor. Thank you, Georgina. Thank you, Laura. And thank you for listening. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Stay safe, stay well, and we will be back soon. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.